Was he still asleep? Was this a fever dream? Because more Santas were supposed to be old and kind of short and schlubby. It was the law of the universe or something. Yet this Santa, probably mid-40s and wearing shiny black boots, red velvet pants with fuzzy white cuffs and a matching red velvet coat hanging open, was something out of a detailed lumberjack photo shoot or one of those fireman calendars Hunter's mom got every year that he used to secretly jerk off to as a teenager. A white tank top stretched over Santa's broad, muscular chest, dark hair peeking out the top of the cotton, his nipples hard and skin a warm olive. His short hair and full, trimmed beard were way more pepper than salt, but the scattered silver highlights were crazy sexy. He had to be at least 6'2 and towered over Hunter, arching a dark eyebrow. Please ask me if I've been naughty or nice. Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me bezzy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life, for attention. I'm tingly. <laughs> Hello, Paul. Hello. How are you? Well, we'll get into that. We'll get to that later. Um, thank you for that beautiful reading. You know what? Okay. I know what salt and pepper means, but I've yeah, never thought too. about it as to why it's called that. Because it looks like grains of salt and grains of pepper. Yeah. I've just taken that for granted. I've never thought about it until Kira Andrews just taught us it there. Ah, well, there it was go. way more pepper than salt, so he had more dark hair than grey. Mm-hmm. It. Fit, fit, wow. Fit, fit. So welcome everyone to our Christmas Eve episode of Reading for Attention. Um, <laughs> one of one of the most exciting episodes I think we've ever done. As we mentioned last week, Sarah read this book in one one day, one sitting. Yep, one day. I had to have a few wanks. <laughs> Plead the fifth. <laughs> um, and I mean, I, I, I was going to say bummed my way through it. That's not what I mean. <laughs> I uh, tore through it. Oh, God, whatever. I read it really quickly, too. Um, what an absolute delight. So this week, we are discussing Kira Andrews' Christmas gay erotica novel, Santa Daddy, which, well, we'll talk about how, how brilliant it was. It did not disappoint, let me tell you that. And for the drink, we're having... A gorgeous festive mulled wine. I'm going to take my first sip now and see if I scorch my mouth off. Oh, that is delicious. Oh, quite spicy. Oh, I know where that is. Did you make it or did you just get a bottle? I got a bottle, but I put a few bits in it. Mainly. Oh, I just got a bottle as well. Yeah, orange I, and sugar. I, Mine's got a bit of a kick to it because I was making, you know, spicy 50s. Yeah. The cocktail that we had for... What do you call it? I was making uh-huh. those last night. Oh, yeah. I made my little sh- honey sugar syrup infused with chili in the pan, and my friends washed the pan up, and obviously hasn't done a very good job. So that it's quite spicy. so weird that you said that because last night Anthony was over and we we're uh-huh. having espresso martinis, and he went, "When was the last time you used this glass?" And I was like, "I don't know." And he went, "I think it was <laughs> probably the time that you had that spicy cocktail on the podcast because my lips are burning." I was like, oh, ah. 
yeah and then I got the glass later and it, it was it went straight into me anal fissure yes yeah, <laughs> so yeah obviously yeah. did a shoddy job of cleaning off that chili that's yeah burning straight through my chest yeah well right so we'll talk about it then come on tell us what you thought are we jumping straight into the book or should I give a quick disclaimer to why I sound the way that I sound yes so actually yeah first of all so it's December the 19th, the Sunday. We did say we'll give you an update of what's happening <laughs> because um supposed to be going to Edinburgh on Tuesday. Disaster has struck. I've woken up with a tickly throat and a cough. And I consulted my GP, Dr. Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who said to me this morning, go and get a PCR test. So I am awaiting the results. But it does mean that if I have got COVID, not only can Paul and Michael not come, I will be spending Christmas on my own. Just what an absolute horror show of a year. Oh, well, we were talking about this earlier on the phone, like multiple horror show years have been happening yeah. in Sarah's life. I mean, that makes it sound like you've got a terrible life. You obviously haven't. But I mean, it's not great, man. It's not great. That's the thing. I don't think I'm more than anything. Every emotion that I felt surprise hasn't been one of them. Yeah. Surprise, if anything, that it's taken this long. But of course, I was going to get it in the in the days before Christmas. I sound a bit coffee and croaky, but Fit breezy. Though. But I feel you're fine. So yeah. you lot are just weak. <laughs> I suppose when you've been through all that I've been through, it's it's hard not to be oh, just uh, fucking nails. You've got the skin of a bearded dragon. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's devastating but what we're going to try and do is put some festive cheer into this shite hole of a week um, people are dropping like flies like my manager who is by the way like the nicest person in the world he's just so so lovely um, mm-hmm. and always really positive <laughs> and now he's COVID positive and hey. um, I mean he was still really positive about it bless him but he can't go to his sister's wedding and I'm just like oh yeah, that is what the fuck is going on? Anyway, let's not talk about this. Well, let's talk about Santa Daddy. If there's anything that can cheer us up, it is a big, burly, naked Santa with lovely pecs. I mean, I'm speechless, Paul. What's our book? I never wanted it to end. Me neither. It was too short for my liking, and I never it said was. That. And do you know what? My first complaint, off right off the bat, mm. not enough sex. <laughs> Well, we'll give you the story first of all. So Santa yeah, Daddy... Yeah, I think we can spoil this one. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, none, none of it's a shock. <laughs> but Yes, exactly. So basically, right. Hunter is 22, 23-year-old Canadian ex-student. He's graduated and he's in that mm-hmm. period of his life where he doesn't know what he's going to do. He can't get a job related to whatever he did with his degree. So he moves back in with his mom for a little bit. Has to make some money. So goes to be the elf at the shopping mall the mall. Uh, the mall where he arrives in his little elf costume and meets the fittest santa of all time as you heard in that beautiful opening and the santa's a bit surly what i've just realized what god i'm hot he's he's called nick oh my god she's a genius she's a, get the woman a man booker speaking of uh, nick there were these twins in our year called Nick and Rob and like Nicholas and Robin. And it was because they were born on the 16th of December. I should have said happy birthday to them um, like Christmas. But <laughs> they um, got a job at the Pedalos in mm-hmm. at, the, at the beach where I'm from. And they used to like take money from the tills. So we were like Nick and Rob. Class. Oh. 
<laughs> put that to a man wanted it to be like look a festive festive really twins festive. and you know, like both thieves <laughs> thieves um very nick nice though rob. hi hi nick and rob i'm sure you listen that's class um yeah. one year on christmas i got sims 2 and i was playing sims 2 and i was playing in the strangerville uh neighborhood so anything could happen on one of my sims a man got abducted by an alien spaceship and then when he came back he was pregnant and then he gave birth on christmas day so i named the child leon because what's leon backwards noel holy shit yeah. i used to call all my sims like brooke and like, yeah. <laughs> hunter oh <laughs> uh, yeah hunter like cooper and <laughs> from watching like laguna beach and stuff um so anyway Marissa. me yeah meets fits Santa, and well i mean the, the sexual tension's there from page one really through hunter, the roof hunter wants Santa, Santa wants Hunter. It's told from each chapter from a different perspective, so you get to see what they're thinking about each other. Um, Santa, what what did surprise me is I think it's well written. I feel like it was Got very readable. Typos. I know, but when you self-publish, like I feel like that's bound to happen. In fact, I've started. Oh, I didn't realize that's that's what. Oh, aye, it's got to be. Well, I don't, I don't mean because of the quality of it. I just assume that oh, right. she's self-publishing. Um, it's not like a Penguin classic. No, it should be. should be. <laughs> yeah, so sexual tension and... Hun- no. You know what confused is? The Santa should have been called Hunter. A hundred percent, but now it makes sense that he's called Nick. Yes, very, that's that's true. I just think Hunter is like, whoa. Um, well, he's a lumberjack. He's a, lumberjack. He li- a literal lumberjack. He lives yeah. on like a Christmas tree farm and fells the trees down and stuff and the voice of his partner who died died saving a drowning infant it keeps coming into his head being like babe just shag him just shag him you've been alone for ages just bloody well shag him and shag they do so (laughs) hunter wants some extra cash so he says he's going to go and drive to nick's house to help him with the trees and it's a terrible snow day crashes the car gets lost for a few hours, walks into the house. Nick feels proper bad about that. Um, warms him up with blankets. His bare hands. Bare hands at one point. <laughs> Lots of rubbing. And then and then every other part of his body, basically. Yep. Um, and they do. They start shagging like rabbits. Um, very graphics. I've ne- I don't think because I'd never read Fifty Shades because I was doing I was doing it for attention, not reading it for attention. Fair, it's like the yeah. opposite of reading for attention because every single person was reading it. I was like, I'm not reading it. Um, yeah. So I've ne- I don't think I've ever read full on porn before, and I mean, I was getting a little bit tingly wingly. <laughs> And I and I at one point because I, I got my booster this week and I was reading it on the tube there and then I was reading it in the vaccination queue and I was just like can you imagine if someone read this over my shoulder or someone I mean it's London so people don't talk to you but if it was Newcastle I'd be like oh hey what you reading I'd be like um yeah just Santa Daddy and then I, I once did that read over the it. shoulder of someone that was reading um some smut on the tube so, so then it's probably happened to me fit but then I shouldn't be embarrassed here. by it. And then, yeah, I, I imagine like dropping it and someone picking it up. And then I had this a similar thought the other week because I went and got an MRI scan for attention, right? It, there's nothing wrong. It was for a research project. Yeah, I should have said that first before all the fans thought I was uh, terminally ill. No, my brain's actually fine, apparently. <laughs> oh, annoying. Um, so, I know. I, I really wanted them to be like, oh, this is really huge brain that needs We've to never been a brain with Oprah. cognitive function. Yeah. yeah, I really thought I was. that's all I was thinking during the 45 mm-hmm. minutes I was in there. And also the machine broke. So I was actually in there oh, for an hour yeah. and 20 minutes. And I don't Imagine... know if you ever had an MRI, but it's not very nice. I've never had one. I'm not allowed to move. One, though. 
Oh my god! Can you imagine if you had an MRI but they could read your thoughts? Oh my god! While you were doing it, and mine was like, oh, I'm buzzing to tell everyone about this. Yeah. Um, but the reason I say that is because I also had to provide a stool sample. This is how much I wanted the MRI. <laughs> like I was like, yeah, I'll shit in the cup for you. Um, <laughs> and I was going out after the MRI, so I was like, yeah. I don't want to take loads of stuff. So all I had was a little tote bag with me poo in it, basically. <laughs> and I was like, imagining if I got mugged. <laughs> Just get a bag of my shit. (laughs) That reminds me of a really funny story. One of my friends once had to give a stool sample because they were unwell, and the doctor had given them the little tub to like take home for the next time they went to the toilet. Uh, Then she had to bring it back in the next, where whenever she could next. (laughs) So she took a sample, but didn't know how much. Obviously, didn't read the instructions. Didn't read how much she meant to. So filled it to the brim <laughs> and then took it to the doctor and the doctor was like visibly shocked <laughs> by the amount that was in there and she, she was like why is he looking at me like that and he was like thank you and then he like turned and put it in a tray with all of these other stool samples and she saw that everyone else was Basically empty. There's only a pint of shit. <laughs> was, like leveled off at the top. She's got like a, a palette knife. <laughs> I genuinely think that she got a stick from an ice lolly to scoop it out of the liquid. Like, oh my like, god! Packing it in. I'm like, well, why have you given us such a big bar? <laughs> packing <laughs> exactly. it in. You know, like in a. a like a piping bag where you have to like get all the air out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I need to turn the heat off. I am sweating. Once I had to give a urine sample at the doctor's and um, so I'm just talking to the, I'm just talking to oh. the listeners as you've gone. It was just about a urine sample that I once had to give and uh, I had to do it at the doctor's. So I went for a wee. Do you know how hot piss is? It's like boiling water. So when I gave him back the thing, I was really embarrassed. I was like... Because it was so hot. It was so hot. Imagine he was like, ow! (laughs) (laughs) Dropped it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know how we've gone from sexy book to talking about shit and piss samples. Aren't they linked? Yeah. There's actually, there's there's no... uh... Oh, there is some kinky business. Of course there is. Because the reason he's called Santa Daddy... Is because it's very much a dom sub mm-hmm. relationship. So daddy is dom, and then hunter is sub. He's also um, he's a virgin. He hasn't ever wanted to give it away. We should stop using the terms like that now, shouldn't we? Like as if it's something to give away. But I mean, boy, does he get used to it very quickly, very very I quickly. That for somebody that's um, not had sex because of the reasons that he gives, mm. he then all of a sudden is like, yeah, right, I have sex. Yeah, <laughs> and I'll also it? be your sex slave but then yeah outside of the bedroom they have a very sort of weirdly heteronormative relationship (laughs) yeah he's significantly older than daddy obviously but yeah I mean one of Kira's things I read on our website is that she always writes a happy ending which I rate and I feel like happy endings are so in right now because of they are yeah it was a bit tingly definitely I'm excited for next Christmas to read another one because she releases a holiday one every year you don't need to wait you can read last year's, the year before, yeah. this year's, because we actually read 2018's. We've actually got some catching up to do. I know. I mean, she's got, it's not just holiday one she does, you know, she's got, I'd say 50. What no, that's, a, I don't know, that might be a lie. This is now, what I'm excited for is that I have never thought about reading Smut before, but now I'm excited to, now I'm like 
I want to find the best. I think we found it. Porn book. Do you think this is it? Do you think it's well, going to be a? So on our website, she's got mm-hmm. these are a, these are a categories. She's got free, so that she's got a, a load of free ones. Audio, historical. Oh, I don't know how I'd feel about someone reading it to me. Oh my god, we should try that. PNR slash fantasy. What's PNR? Penis. Penis. Now. Yeah. <laughs> Penis. Ready? Now. Ready. Oh my god, I was going to say that too. Then holiday, and she's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten holiday books. Then contemporary. Then Amish. Amish. Oh, and then be... translations. Whoa. She's got. Can you trans- Google her net worth, please? Oh, they're even sexier in different languages, like in Italian. I wonder Rap- what. Rapito dal pirata. I think I must oh be my god, I saw this. I saw this meme the other day and it was someone translating spank me daddy from English into Dutch and it was like you know how on Google it can read it out it was like spank me daddy and then the guy reads it out and in Dutch it's give me un clap papa (laughs) (laughs) oh my god what was your favorite thing about Santa daddy um the shagging did you get Um, aroused yes (laughs) mum don't listen (laughs) yeah defo I think it's one of those where you just can't not really. I know. I mean, it wasn't, I wasn't like full blown, (laughs) like (laughs) ripping my clothes off. (laughs) Like locking all the doors, shutting all the (laughs) kids, sweeping around. (laughs) I don't know why that correlates being horny. I'm picturing you naked with a sweeping brush now, (laughs) (laughs) sweeping the hoose. Um, yeah, defo, defo tingles, mm. defo flat fanny flutters. Do you know what I thought of though? I imagine it's it would be quite difficult to because I was like, why isn't there more sex now? Yeah, because <laughs> we had quite a long build up and then not too much of the good stuff. But then, how many different ways can you write? Well, she licked. She likes nips. She does, she does like, like nips. nipples. Yeah, like nipples. it's very specific about the color of the nipples. The cons- not consistency. <laughs> what do I mean? <laughs> the texture. Nick had crunchy nipples. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, basically, like if they're hard or soft. <laughs> I was expecting to think it was funnier than it was. I didn't like some of it was funny. Like what well, I, I was, I was taking it seriously. And I, what Me I too. really liked was uh, the the mom Hunter's mom. Both of them have um, both of the dads are yeah. not present. Yeah. And then, it, and then I was like, all right, daddy issues. But they actually have a conversation about it. So it's interesting. Yeah, they I, do, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, oh, well done. Um, I liked how she was very, very, very careful to make sure that everything was consensual, which is good because obviously in a dom-sub relationship, uh-huh. people might assume that it wasn't, but that she makes she makes the point that outside of the relationship, it's not like that and it's just in the bedroom. And I thought that was quite good. Yeah, the mom sort of is a little bit worried about the age gap, but really she's just supporting our hunter. And it reminded me of a time when I think I was 19 and I remember sitting with me mom and saying, what's the oldest guy that I could bring back who I could mm-hmm, introduce mm-hmm. you to? And she went, um, 25. And I was like, all right, fair enough. Years older. And I was like, God. 25 <laughs> years older? I could bring a 44-year-old man here. And she went, they're all babies to me, Paul. <laughs> I was like, get in. Let me find, uh, out, find myself a son of daddy. Never did. No never way. did. Yeah, I was like, class, my mom's progressive. I really didn't expect that. <laughs> so yeah, I guess I guess Hunter's mom was kind of the same. You know what I, I was a bit annoyed about, though? Go on. The tease, this Christmas dinner. Did you notice that? Oh. And, and it never he, happens. It never so happens. It, it ends quite abruptly. I mean, if you're writing 60 books a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just you probably want to run up. through them. But basically, Nick's a bit of a recluse since his partner died and he just sort of 
is at home chopping trees down and um, quickly just to interject 75,000 trees or something like that that they then chopped down in two days 75,000 trees I know I don't know if they got a that number wrong. that I was like are you sure babe so if let's let's work this out right how, if it I... takes one minute to chop down a tree well how, how long does it take to chop down a tree with an axe it's come up right so it Which says tree? yeah I'm built like a lumberjack and the great grandson of one. Oh gosh. Oh, Nick, is that you? Santa it's Daddy? Fucking Nick. Um, oh my God. I've seen other, t- all right. Along with the axe. Oh God, this is a long answer, Jesus. They do like to drag it out on quarry. Yeah. I've seen other tests that found it took just about a whole day to chop down a fairly small tree. <laughs> so right, they've got 75,000 days. Right, 75,000 days in years. Bearing in mind that they did this in... Two days. Um, two days. They actually needed 205 years. <laughs> so <laughs> she's just granddaddy. slightly out on that one. Uh, yeah, but, she, you yeah know, she didn't she didn't fact check it. Well, but sure, yeah, you, it's when you're self-publishing, you don't get the fact checkers, man. And sometimes, um, you know, we've got to suspend belief, as we've learned. If no um, seed can exist in a midnight library, Nick and exactly. Hunter Thank chopped you. down 75,000 trees in two days. But anyway, right. he's a recluse. But Hunter brings him out of his shell. He makes him more sociable and he turns his Christmas tree farm thing into like a winter wonderland for Christmas. And it's very cute and people come and chop their own trees down. He also planned that in about half an hour. Yeah, I mean, legend. Uh, In between lots and lots of, you know, rimming and things. Um, And basically convinces him to have Christmas dinner at his house with... The gay guy who works in the mall who organised the whole Santa Daddy thing and his partner, Hunter, Nick, Hunter's mom, all together having Christmas dinner. I was like, I cannot wait for this scene. And it yeah. never fucking came. I was excited about that. So I don't know if there's a sequel, but yeah, I thought that was what all leading towards that point and there was going to be a massive family argument or something, but no. My favourite part was there was a slight disruption of equilibrium when Nick shouts at Hunter. Because he's on the ice. Going on the ice. And then he's like, this was a bad idea. You got to get out of here now. Yeah. And then Nick's like, daddy, no. And then Hunter's like, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, let's speak together forever. <laughs> I liked but, how that was resolved within two sentences. I'm really glad it was because I couldn't have I couldn't have kept like, we're not we're not there like, for the tension, we're there for the I know I was like, no, 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 you don't need to fall out. Mm. There were there were points when I thought the dog might get involved. Why was the dog such a main character? The dog was really, really involved, especially when they were having foreplay. Yeah. And I, for my liking, they didn't kick the dog out early enough. <laughs> In fact, wasn't the dog right beneath them? <laughs> yeah. The, the dog was instance. described as an attention seeker, though. So I, got, I, got, I was kind of on the dog's side. But yeah, she just sort of was around their legs and stuff when... when uh. Yeah. But she didn't, she didn't get involved. I think she probably would have, given half the chance. But no, lots of nice sex, what multiple times Stella? a day. Stella? That doesn't ring a bell. Stella, yeah. Darcy? Well, now you're just shouting out random names. <laughs> Della? Della. Della's not a name. Stella. Ella. Ella. Right. Yeah. Ella. But I mean, overall, it was 150 pages of pure joy. Nothing mega adventurous, was there? There there were a (gasps) couple of things. Oh, no, there was the spanking in the mall. Oh, there was. Oh, sorry. Yes. We forgot to mention that. 
Santa Daddy keeps getting it was keeps getting convinced to go back to play Santa for free, even though he really doesn't want to do it. And then everyone like leaves, and and the guys just like here's the keys to the mall, um, and they obviously <laughs> take the opportunity to have some wild sex in the mall. And mm-hmm. conveniently, the security cameras are broken because the mall's yeah. quite run down. Um, yeah, the mall's about yeah. to close. I mean, I've, I pictured it vividly, like Sarah. So she must have been doing something correct. I knew exactly what that mall looked like. Like a mall from yeah. days later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was he so if he wasn't straddling him, he was the other way around, wasn't he? In my head, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yes, so he's like yes, facing yes. outwards. Yes. In his elf costume. Yep. On Santa's with, lap. With <sighs> the jacket that was too short. Yeah, because because everyone, Hunter. Oh, by the way, Hunter was a minger at school, but now he's really fit, but he doesn't know he's fit. And that's the perfect kind of person who doesn't know they're fit because they don't have the arrogance that you get bestowed upon you when you're in school. So he's just like quite an unassuming, but like really, really fit. And then, so this is like a year later. So they've been together for a year at this point. And then- Wait, what? Oh, have I made that up? Yeah, you've made that up. Well, because what I remember- Less than a week. Nah, it goes to the next Christmas. No, it doesn't. Does it not? So no, it's the next weekend. Oh, <laughs> so it's just still the same Christmas. Yeah. So all oh, right, because it says in the book, like, oh, the elf costume's too small because he's because he's done it the now. previous. He'd done it the previous year. Oh, from working out on the farm. From working out on the farm. So he says he's, nah. he's you know, you know what it is. I've just remembered. We're both the, right. The last the chapter's last a year later. Chapter's a year later. And he yeah. wears he wears the elf costume, but now he's fucking hench because he's been chopping down trees. He's chopped down 150,000 trees that year. So <laughs> yeah, and it's like it's it it won't even cover his bulge anymore and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, we must stop. Yep. Anyway, loved it. Loved it. Definitely gonna you know what? My holiday reads are now just gonna be exclusively porn. Yes, I'm <sighs> I don't need to. That's spicy. Yeah. Or was that your tickly throat? Bless you. No, it was spice. Um, maybe it'll be good for my tickly throat. Maybe. Mm, or maybe not. Well, let's talk about Christmas. Yeah, okay. Let's talk about Christmas. Mm. Uh, what no, do you think is fine. the most attention seeking Christmas song? Ha, hoody, ha, hoody, ha, hoody, ha, hoody, ha, what do you mean it's attention seeking to like that one yeah which is why i like it it's my fave um so i think it kind of changes every year because you have to know which ones are the most popular and then choose a different one because i'll tell you something all i want for christmas is you not attention seeking not good enough no i do like that i won't even i won't even listen to that song anymore no but my point is you couldn't choose all i want for christmas is you because everybody likes that one Mm-hmm. So it has to be something a bit more niche. Like you know a few I mean? years ago, I used to. In fact, when I was younger, I used to. Fairy really Tale of New York. Like, yes. Yes. So that's it's a perfect example because when we were younger, it was like, oh god, don't you know about Fairy Tale of New York? Like I know all yeah, the words. Like all I want for Christmas is you. It's boring. Yeah. It's like oh god. Um, you and then to this. Yeah. So. Kirsty McCall was killed by a motorboat. You can't say motorboat. Wasn't <laughs> <laughs> no. that what she was killed by though? You can't call motorboats. It is, a, it is a motorboat. She wasn't smothered by a pair of tits. No, but she was smothered by a fucking motor. Do you mean motorboat. speedboat? Anyway, oh, speed. oh, we shouldn't be speaking. But bless Kirsty. Do you know that she had a song about Soho and there's a bench in Soho Square that's got her name on it? Oh, does it say killed by a motorboat? Oh my God. <laughs> Eno, stop me, man. I'll be really upset if I keep this bit in. Um, yeah, so my favourite is... Feliz Navidad. 
Feliz Navidad. You know what? I've listened to podcasts and they say, oh, we can't sing anymore on the podcast because we'll get sued. I would love to get sued. Because our singing is so good that we flag up on like a Shazam copyright thing. But can you imagine if I got sued by Jose Feliciano, I'd be buzzing. (laughs) My prediction is that that song is going to, in the next three years, be top five in the charts. Yeah, and then you're going to have to change. Yeah. I quite like, Michael loves the Kelly Clarkson one. What's that? Oh, Underneath the Tree. It's a a big one. Um, Oh, right. um, And I like... I love Ariana Grande's as well, to be honest. You know, I've realised I say to be honest all the time in this fucking podcast. Do you? Yeah. To be I'm going to call myself out before the fans do. I haven't uh, noticed that before. You will now. Speaking of fans who We've reposted fan our... <gasps> Me only... and Paul FaceTimed each other and almost threw up into the camera. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Sean Fear of the transgender issue reposted our Instagram story, even though it didn't properly work, but she posted it with some kissy faces. And we've got Why three new you... followers. Thanks, Sean. Is that all? Oh, I was like, yeah. Roll. I've told everyone that we got like 10,000 more followers from that, though. Yeah, well, I was looking at the stats of that episode and it was stuck on a pretty small number for quite a while. And I was like, oh, it's because there's so many listens that I just can't even count them. And then it went up to like three from two. And I was yeah, like, oh. three more, yeah. That was, yeah. If, if you're listening to this and you've not listened to the previous episode, stop fucking What do you think you're doing? Cube. We've planned this all out. It's and it's yeah. it, it only makes sense if it's in sequence. There are Easter eggs in this that you'll only pick up on. Yeah, we're actually there's actually quite a serious code that yeah. we've created and and just embedded in these podcasts. And yeah, yeah you've not got any chance if you don't listen to all of them. Uh, we do have a fan though. Yeah. My friend from work's partner, who you've actually met. Oh yes, yes, yes. I don't uh, remember. He is a fan. Hi, Zaf. Uh, very Hi, Zaf. excited. Yeah, so we went out for a drink. <gasps> and the, the audacity night. of me, because I messaged you kicking off. I was um, like, Paul, you better not get COVID. Zaf came and Charlotte was like, oh, is it all right if Zaf comes? I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, no bother. Like thinking, oh, like we can talk about me. This is great. Yeah, um, anyway, right now. They were actually, they're in Edinburgh now. They got the night train to Edinburgh. Well, if they want to do them. a doorstep drop. I'll have <laughs> yeah. three litres of Prosecco, but maybe some heroin. Zaf, yes, yeah, bloody good choice. Zaf got a book out of his bag and was like, I think you should do this one. So I'm counting that as another international fan um, oh recommendation. Gosh. So, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, it's called The Right to Sex. And <gasps> it looks Ooh. intellectual, but it's quite short. So Okay, cool. Because yeah. I say, is it sexy or is it like... No, it's, it's like nonfiction again. Is it hard in the sexy way or hard in the intellectual way? <laughs> bit of both i hope so there you go that's two huge international fans but then charlotte said that she was he was listening to the podcast in the house the other day and she made him turn it off because my voice reminded her of work (laughs) (laughs) you've got ptsd and you're the trigger yeah (laughs) i was like oh okay i've got a question for you do you have any weird not weird or like what do you have a christmas tradition or something that's really like for you is the epitome of Christmas, something that you do on Christmas Day, I'm going to say, because Christmas Day, the lead up for both of us is just get hammered, I imagine. Do you yeah. know what I'm pissed off the most about, Paul? Is that I've worked my ass off at the stupid theatre. No, I don't mean that. But I've just worked my ass off so that I could have these two weeks before Christmas, just getting pissed every single night. It is upsetting. Just going to have to kill myself. To be honest, I just said it. Yeah. See, oh, it's really I don't annoying. Even notice. I don't know. What's yours? Don't have one. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were asking that as like a way of telling me what yours was. 
me and my mum get pissed really 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 pissed my brother doesn't drink so me and my mum get Rude. hammered and no uh, it's because he's um he's like an athlete and he thinks his body's a temple my body's me- a temple ruin <laughs> dilapidated <laughs> yeah wine cellar. yeah my um, it's like an old crusty mansion where an old woman lives mine's <laughs> an odd bins <laughs> or a bargain booze actually mine's a nicer <laughs> right we need to stop um yeah so me and my mum get hammered and then we have christmas dinner at 10 p.m earliest 10 p.m jeez i couldn't cope with that one thing that does happen every year which mm-hmm. <laughs> which I didn't realise was weird until Michael said it, because we usually spend Christmas Eve at my mum's, stay over, and then go to Michael's mum's on the morning Christmas day. And I think it was probably the first year we'd got together, and my mum was just singing, like, Christmas hymns at the top of our lungs to Radio 4, and Michael was like, what's going on? And I was like, oh, my mum sings in the bath on Christmas day, and I'd never oh, thought about it, so she, gets, she has a bath on Christmas morning and just screams, like, the hymns that are on Radio 4. Oh, my God, that's incredible. Yeah, it's quite cute, isn't it? I've got a really funny Christmas dinner story, but it's it's bleak. So I don't oh my know. God. What I'll do you tell mean? it you and then we can decide if you want to edit it out. So Christmas 2018, I was at home and um, me and my mum were really pissed and we served our Christmas dinner and it was like midnight and we'd gone, <laughs> we were <laughs> eating in the conservatory, which is our like dining room. And um, we open our Christmas presents first thing in the morning mm-hmm. and then get pissed and start cooking whatever and um there was a gift bag <laughs> just that had been pushed to the end of the dining table because there's only three of us at Christmas so I was like so it wasn't like in the way it's not like we just I don't know do you know what I mean it wasn't clustered it was just at the end of the dining table and I was like huh. oh my god I was like who's got what's that I was like oh my god there's a present left whose present is that what's that what's that present and my mum and looked at the bag and then looked at each other and my mum went it's your dad <laughs> <laughs> It's my dad's ashes in a gift bag that my brother had just forgot to move off the table. Why were they in a gift bag? Because we've we've not we'd not done anything with them at that point. And when you take them home from the wherever wherever the crematorium or the funeral home or whatever, they give you them in a fucking it was a blue glittery gift bag. You are kidding. Are they even like airtight? No, nah, I was in like a fold up, you know, sometimes you get takeaways from like, <laughs> you get takeaways in the, in those fold up cardboard boxes with like plastic lining. Yeah. You know the ones that I mean, and you fold the lids down like, did, 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 like four. Or like an American I mean? one. Yeah. You My dad's your, in one of them. dad was in a Chinese noodle box. In a sparkly blue gift a bag. Sparkly... And I thought, <laughs> so I was hammered, I thought they'd forgotten to give me present. I was like, whose is that? I'm so glad you didn't like delve your hand in and eat. <sighs> Oh my god, Sad. that's hilarious. I Are think that's fine. Him? I think that's Should fine. We keep that in? It's not offending anyone else. So if you were me, sorry, oh, spicy um mold wine is kicking my ass. Mm. If you were me and you were about to spend Christmas Day mm. on your own, good question. What would you do? Right. I would I'd probably have a bottle of wine on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve you'd start. Yeah. I think I would, yeah. And then I've got more wine. And then on Christmas Day, I'd probably Put my phone on do not disturb, set my alarm for like half nine, probably wake up before that, but like just try and just have a really luxurious lie in. And then I would ignore calls from my family for the first hour and a half. So I got a bit of attention. attention. Yeah, yeah. Because nice. then they'd be like, oh God, I hope it's okay. And then you could be like, yeah, I'm, oh, God, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine. I've just made myself some eggs. I'd make myself some sort of ridiculous breakfast. Oh my God, I should have got some. But well, I didn't know this was going to happen, so I couldn't. 
But I would have something that you wouldn't eat for breakfast. I'd have like sushi or something because just because I fucking can. Oh my God, that's fit. I'm going to write yeah. this down. Yeah. Then I would, I mean, it's going to all be sold out, but so you won't be able to do like, but I would, I would order everything just done or to, to put in the oven like Marks and Spencer's or something. But I feel like you have to order them fucking three years in advance and then just have like a pretty basic dinner and then all the snacks and all of the meats and cheese and pickles. Then I'd probably FaceTime a couple of people that I like. Yeah. Um, maybe like play one game with them and then. Oh, and that's then, a good idea. And then at the end of the game say, you know what? Thanks. I've, I've had a good time, but I, I, I just think I need to be on my own. And then they'll be worried again. And that's more attention. Oh, like it's it's been good, but I think, yeah, I'm just going to have some me time today. It's, it's been it's been a hard year. Been a hard year. It's been a hard year. Yeah. And I then I'd watch every Christmas special and then I'd watch like a, I quite like panel shows at Christmas. Yeah. I do. And then I would get beyond off my tits. I'm planning um, on getting off my tits from the yeah. get go. And then I would drunk text a few people and mm-hmm. really not take any care over the spelling. So again, that they're, they're worried, worried about you again. Yeah, maybe he's yeah. texting X, a couple of X's. And then, yeah, just fall asleep on the sofa. Stunning. Stunning idea. Stunning There's much idea. more you can do. What are you, what are you planning on doing? Yeah, that sounds good. I was just going to wake up, see how quickly I could drink a bottle of Prosecco, just as like a personal <laughs> challenge. And then, um, I don't know, I might open my window and just shout at passersby. Yeah, that's a good idea. Cough on them. Oh, no. Yeah, but like, Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and like follow them through the flat. So like walking down the street, go from one window to <laughs> Yeah. Imagine like I've got more than two windows at the front. Yeah. I'm like, how long's your house? Sorry. <laughs> Fucking manor house. I'm not going to have a single present to unwrap. Oh, we didn't last year because we were, I had COVID last year. Oh. Yeah, no. But then his mum did send a delivery. Christine, if you're listening, send, yeah, a, send a send a, a My mum will be panicking now. Oh, and well, also, you don't even know if the test is positive. <laughs> it, really catastrophizing. And I come back negative, and I've got to go do some damage control. Message everyone that I've met. It's like the time when I thought I was going to go blind. <laughs> <laughs> do that story quickly. So, a couple of years ago, I <laughs> my eyes, <laughs> my eyes started uncontrollably watering. So I went to the A and E in Whitechapel Hospital, and <clears throat> I wear contact lenses. And I waited in the A&E for six hours. And just for some context, I was in this room with a man who had fallen through the ceiling at work and had his knee hanging off. Another man who'd hammered a nail through his thumb. And another guy that had been stabbed in his forearm and the knife had shot straight through. And also he was like deranged. He kept asking me, he kept going, nurse, is this infected? And by the end of it, I was just going, no, no, you're okay. Pretending I was the nurse. Anyway, I was taken off to see the doctor and the doctor looked into my eyes and it was like um, a glance. And then he glanced back and he went, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, what? And he was like, I have never seen eyes in as bad a condition as this. And I was like, pardon? And he said, what, do you wear contact lenses? And I was like, yeah. And he went, when was the last time he took them out? And the thing is, is that I had those ones that you could sleep in. Which I don't trust went, for a second. Well, now I don't. But you change them every 30 days. But also, I was a student. So I changed them every 90 days or so. And I was like... Well, I can't really remember. I think I said 60. I think I met him in the middle and he was like 60 days. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, hang on a second. Got a few colleagues in the room who all looked in my eyes and were like, oh God, oh God. And then he said, I've only ever seen one person with an eyes as bad as this. And we had to remove them. And I was like, oh. And it was David yeah. Blunkett. <laughs> <laughs> then he said, yeah, you're going to have to come back in three days. I don't know why in three days, but the chances are you're going to lose your sight. <laughs> The really so just, just imagine the phone calls my friends and family were getting. 
So he just said, come back in three days, there's nothing you can do. He was fuming with Specsavers. He was like, I need to get on the blower with Specsavers right now. And I was like, well, maybe I'll I'll at least be able to get a lot. Maybe I'll be a rich blind person. Mm. And he was like, and I need to just run some tests and whatnot. And then anyway, I called all my family, told them I was going blind in three days. Um, Spent (laughs) the next three days like crying and really looking at things. And then (laughs) then I went back to the hospital (laughs) three days later, like, all dressed in black ready for my grieving period to begin <laughs> and he sat me down and he went it seems I owe you an apology and I was like excuse me and he said I spoke to Specsavers turns out that they are contact lenses that exist because he kept going those contact lenses aren't haven't been made yet. and I was like well they have been made because I've got them in my eyes <laughs> and he was like no you cannot sleep with your contact lens and you can't shower with them and you can't do this with them and I was like well I've been doing all of those babes for 90 days straight oh. and he was like yeah no that's not a thing so he's like, it seems I owe you an apology. And he's like, I've had a look. And there is some there is some scarring on the back of my eyes because I had a few ulcers. Mm-hmm. But um, I just had a few drops and creams and had to go back for a checkup in like six weeks. But otherwise, my vision was fine. Oh, well, I mean, that's their fault, isn't it? I'd have been definitely why he didn't call me on day two or, or like at the, why he didn't call me the second that he found out. That is a serious uh yeah, it's a serious error there from from the dock. I was just ringing people going, <laughs> and then hanging up again. Yeah, so that's what's going to happen. I'm going to get my little PCR thing and it'll say negative and I'll have to call everyone and be like, you know, this sore throat, I've been putting it on. <laughs> yeah, well, I hope so. Oh, could you talk about the next book? So Next week's app. Go- next week's, well, no, next week's app is a New Year's special yeah. where we're just going to talk about ourselves. And then the week after that, is our first recommendation, which is Absorbed by Kylie Whitehead. Oh, God, I haven't thought about what we'll drink. What do you absorb? What drinks do you, like, absorb? All of them. Wine. We absorb wine really quickly. <laughs> yeah, let's just do that. You know what, right? Because it's the first episode of the year. I'm a hell during dry January. I'm just going to have my favourite drink, which is a dry, 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 cold, 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 Pinot Pinot Grigio. There we go, perfect. There we go, perfect. Because that's what I want to absorb into my system at the beginning of 2022. And I've started reading it, and it's, it's crazy how accurately she has sussed us out because I keep <sighs> laughing at the book because it reminds us, it just reminds us of me and you. Uh, yeah, we'll Ooh, talk about that good. on the... 6th of Jan will be absorbed so fabulous very much looking forward to it Sarah I hope you get some joy out of this Christmas do whatever you want read some more porn shut the yeah. curtains sweep sweep yeah. to your heart's content um and yeah just I, I just recommend just short of alcohol poisoning is is the best way forward I think yeah although that could get some real good attention listen um, Paul I know that we have previously said that we don't believe in it in the past Mm. But if there is ever a time that I need you to manifest, manifest, yeah, yeah, manifest that fucking negative COVID result. I'm gonna, I'm just gonna think about it all night, definitely. Okay, well, we'll we'll update you in the new year. Oh my god! Bye bye. <laughs> Feliz Navidad. <laughs> bye.